Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Hey, this is Chris from The Ticket Stub. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming, IRLoneStar.com, also on the uh, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Conroe Culture News, and uh, on Con- City Conroe Cable TV. So today, we're going to talk about events in the community. The VFW 47, Post 4709 is having their first gala, Red, White, and Boots, and that, and we will be speaking with uh, Marcy Phillips, the commander of the Post, here shortly. And then we'll also hear from Ron Sikowski about Arbor Day, sponsored by Roots for Conroe, which is a free tree giveaway on the second half of the show today. So the show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and the late Conroe Realty Group. Roger Stein Chiropractic is located at 3033 West Davis by Conroe High School in Taco Bell. And they treat everyone from infants to seniors, weekend athletes to professionals with a focus on natural, holistic uh, healing to relieve pain, achieve optimal health. Dr. Stacy Rogers holds certificates in adjusting extremities, arm, legs, hands, feet, clinical nutrition, prenatal, and pediatric care. All new patients, it's less than $30 to go see her or one of her uh, partnering doctors there. And uh, it all goes to CASA, kids in CPS custody. So go check it out. Roger Stein Chiropractic. The Lake Conroe Group serves as the Greater Montgomery County's best source for buying, selling a home, or investing in real estate. And uh, Vince Sinisi is there, and Sinisi because it's an easy name to remember. So a few things happening around us. Uh, Easter is on its way. Yes, indeed. Easter Bunny is getting ready. And what that means is Fat Tuesday is tomorrow. Mardi Gras celebrations happened in New Orleans, Galveston, all the last couple of weeks. And Tuesday, tomorrow is the final day. So there's going to be a ribbon cutting of short-term rental located at 204 West Davis, The Lodge, in Uptown Conroe. You can go check that out. Uh, They're going to have Mardi Gras appetizers, Cajun music, Laissez les les bons, however you say that in French. Let the good times roll for a Mardi Gras. And if you don't have time for church service on Ash Wednesday, which follows Fat Tuesday and starts 40 days of Lent, you can get your ashes to go. Yes, you can get ashes to go. This is the second year they've done that. At Tree of Life Lutheran Church on Wednesday from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Volunteers will assist you with a simple drive through event at 3201 North Loop 336. If you choose the traditional service, they too will have that at 7 p.m. at the same location. So also Wednesday night, uh, Congressman Morgan Luttrell will have his first town hall meeting at the North Montgomery County Community Center located at 600 North Gerald Street in Willis, right off I-45. There is no fee, and it's open to the public, but RSVP is encouraged. So you can go to latrell.house.gov to find out that information. Follow him on Facebook, and he will have that information there as well. So uh, at the same location the very next day, and Commander Marcy Phillips will be telling us more about this, uh, you will hear about the Red, White, and Boots VFW Gala at the North Montgomery County Community Center, and that is from... Five to seven to nine, five to nine, five to nine nine p.m. And you can still get tickets for that. And she's going to talk a little bit about that here very shortly. 
Uh, her speakers will be Congressman Latrell, a lifetime member of the Conroe Post, along with National Adjunct General Dan West. Attire is business casual or Western wear. Red, white, and blue is always in. I'm just going to throw that out there as well. So you can find out information about that at givebutter.com, VFW 4709 Gala. And that information is also on uh, their website. So with that, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with Commander of VFW Post 4709, Marcy Phillips. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Marcy Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com. That's T-E-A-M-S-I-N-I-S-I.com. And we are back with our first segment today. I am Margie Taylor, and I'm sitting across the table with Commander of BFW Post 4709, Marcy Phillips, who has a lot to share. Right, Marcy? I do have a lot to share. And, and Puppy is underneath. Puppy's listening, too. Beignet. She is. She'll start snoring soon, so apologize in advance for that sound. How long has she been with you? Uh, three years. Three years. Yes. She's a quiet puppy. She is. I, somebody <laughs> asked me this morning, um, how do I get my dog to, to just sit like that and I said um, about 18 months $60,000 in the VFW okay and she was like oh <laughs> uh, that's a very simple answer very so simple. you have a big deal coming up this Thursday first we of do. all we do and I want everybody to know if they don't know what the VFW is it is a nonprofit. It is 501c19 nonprofit. 19 what is what's 19 how does that designate? 19 is because our membership is veteran based Okay. Um, it's a lot of people have misconceptions about it, so or don't aren't even aware of it. So when they write, when another nonprofit writes a grant to give to somebody or an entity writes a grant, they typically have in their bylaws that it goes to a 501c3. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, we're excluded from most other funding. Oh, yeah. It makes it very difficult. That's tricky. Mm-hmm. It is. But you still need funding. But we still need funding. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about that. So that's one of the reasons you're having your gala, right? Yes, ma'am. Big reason. So how's it going? You still have tickets available? We still have tickets and tables available. Um, we'd love to get people in. It is starting to, to fill up. We are getting quite a few emails today, actually, a lot of ticket sales today, which is great. I appreciate it. It'll definitely help Joe. We have Joe's Italian uh, mm-hmm. catering, and he's going to want to know a head count. So one would think. Uh, he would think. So <laughs> I'd like to get those ticket sales in as soon as possible so we can help prevent the chaos with Fidon and the crew there. And they can go on your Facebook page to find information. They can go on your website to find information. Yes. It's pretty easily It's pretty found. easy. And the, yeah. both of those, uh, the link will reroute you to what's called givebutter.com. So don't freak out if you get that that website. That's a um, free nonprofit auction um, and fundraising website that we free found. And it's Yes, we like free. So it's working well for us. So tell me about your speakers. 
So we have Congressman Morgan Luttrell. He is a life member of the Post. He is a fantastic advocate for the Post. And now that he's in this position, I think it's it can only help the VFW as a whole to get his perspective. He's on the Veterans Committee as right, well. Right, exactly. To get his perspective from a legislative standpoint and from a, a veteran standpoint, it's just a great partnership. So people don't realize VFW is very legislative um, heavy as far as making sure that everyone in the organization knows the priorities. So we have what's called Action Core, and it's um, something that's sent out to the membership about legislative priorities so that we can get mm. involved and um, let our representatives know what the VFW stands for. You stay in tune with what's happening, and that's very that's much so. very important. Very so much so. You also have uh, General Dan West. So it's um, it's the tech, or the National VFW um, Adjutant General, and he was the Texas VFW Adjutant Quartermaster. National's before that. big deal. National's a lot bigger deal, and he's a very smart man. He's always got great stories. He said he needs twenty to twenty five minutes to speak, so I'm going to go with thirty, knowing Dan. Um, <laughs> but his stories are always fantastic and he's always able to tie it into the relevancy of the location. And he's very familiar with Conroe. He has spent a lot of time here and been very supportive of our post in particular. So we are very grateful to have him. That's exciting. Yes. It's very and exciting. his wife is the director of the Texas VFW Foundation. So oh. we get a lot of people that ask for financial aid and we end up having to kind of partner with the foundation on those things and she and her staff are amazing so well that's that's exciting and i'm looking forward to going there thank you uh, so tell me some of your sponsors who do you have oh my sponsoring goodness you? we have amazing sponsors um a ton of them are just the everyday people here in our community we've got uh, commissioner robert walker constable philip cash um jp wayne mack uh, bobby and hannah allen the Jackson, Stan and Kathy Jackson. We've got a ton of people. They've just been amazing to us, and we are very grateful. Blue Star Moms has been a big one. Sunny Creek Ranch. Um, gosh, I can't even think of all of them. There's so many, um, and we're very, very grateful. Events Plus um, has provided the stage for us. We have uh, nothing but cakes for dessert. Uh, mm. Borden for tea, you name it. People are just stepping up and showing love to the veteran community, and we are very, very grateful. That's very exciting. So let's go into why it's important to have this funding and some of the services you offer and things like that. So as far as what we offer, um, from, from a top-down um, perspective, from national all the way to local, um, there's, there's all types of different, um, different areas that we can help with. Legislative, I mentioned. Um, scholarships. A big part of what we do is scholarships in our area to help involve the youth. With our congressional charter being historical, educational, and patriotic, you can't hit all of those as well as you can with the scholarship. So it's the best way to hit all of them. Is that high um, school seniors then? And, and junior high. Okay. Wow. So we okay. do all the way from sixth grade up, and you can keep applying every year and keep winning every year. You're not excluded if you win, unless you win the national one. But it's a compounding scholarship. So our winners on the post level move up to the district level, and then those winners move up to the state level, and those winners move up to national. Hmm. And it compounds into a very nice, large scholarship, and like I said, they can apply every year from sixth grade on. We also have Teacher of the Year. Um, it's pretty remarkable the way that we're able to engage the community, and a lot of people don't even realize it. We've reached out to three different school districts and several private schools, um, and homeschool groups whenever we did our scholarships, and we only ended up with one um, one of the local ISDs that even had an entry. So, really, yes. <laughs> yes. Wow, it's very sad. They're busy. And the timing of our scholarship is a little bit weird because it's due October 31st. So the kids okay. are really just kind of gearing back into school. Not and I think, granted, it starts before school gets out, so they have all summer to do it, but they don't know about it. And the school, I think, is just busy with end of school year and then beginning of school year. So it just falls in that Whereas weird time. Whereas a lot of scholarships, March, April. Right. 
Exactly. In, in spring. Sometime. Exactly. It throws well, it off. Well, hopefully they need to apply. So right. So is it, what school districts is it? Um, it's open. We are Montgomery County Veterans of Foreign Wars. So we are everywhere in Montgomery County, but we usually put everything out to Montgomery ISD, Connor ISD, and Willis ISD. Okay. Um, within proximity. Yes. yes. And there's four posts in Montgomery County. So we try not to step on anyone's Correct. toes. Uh, is this the largest post? Uh, we are the largest post in, in District 17, which is the district that starts in Jewett, Texas, and goes down to Katy, Texas, all the way to the hmm. west side of Harris County. Interesting. It is. I didn't know that. I yes. know there's one. We're huge. Porter. <laughs> Porter. Porter. That's our Mag- furthest east. Magnolia post. Tomball. Area. Um, so it's Magnolia, um, Magnolia, the Woodlands, Porter, and Conroe, as far as Montgomery County goes. Huh, interesting. And we've got them all over the place too. The besides one that, everybody knows about. Just saying. Exactly. It is. So we're anyway. we're still working on that. <laughs> all right. So uh, there there's other activities and programs you have. Yes. Tell me about uh, the activities that you guys have so all the time. We we do all types of activities for the community, like our trunk or treat program to get the youth involved um we do a july 4th celebration we're doing a murph challenge this year um a little bit of everything um sorry i keep umming uh, adopt a unit program so the first of the 158th uh, was here in conroe they've moved to tomball with just like a temporary stay <laughs> at hooks for about two years while they're there um we have tried to partner with the new magnolia post so we adopt the unit we pay for everything we use military assistance program and then a lot of us were out of town at a convention in january and they had their welcome home ceremony well we partnered with magnolia's new vfw in order to provide food and everything for that we provided everything they did the cooking it's a great partnership um, but we we work really hard to adopt that unit and take care of what they need they had a soldier whose pay got messed up and the army wasn't picking up in time and they were about to be evicted. So we took care of rent. Um, it's, it's things like that. Supportive services for a lot of supportive services. And although we love the trunk or treats and things like that, it's the emergency relief that Mm -hmm. we don't always toot our horns about because people are at their lowest, but it's an, an integral part of what we do. It really makes a difference. The other is more of an outreach kind of thing. It is. This is more uh, the reason you're why. The reason we're here. Your why. Yes. Like Hurricane Harvey. Um, Yeah. Hurricane Harvey, we served countless thousands of meals. I I can't remember exactly. I know it was over 40,000 meals to people in our community. Served as a point of distribution. We partnered with uh, Friends of Conroe and Mm -hmm. made it a huge success. And that's kind of our catalyst to what created the need for our commercial kitchen because we were in this tiny little cubby hole with five gallon uh, buckets that we poured a bunch of eggs into and used a drill to, as a beater to try to <laughs> don't get upset people they still tasted good <laughs> um but it's it's what worked okay um <laughs> but y'all it sounds a little military it, it, it was a little military <laughs> but it worked and we fed a lot of people but we realized at that point that in order to keep serving our community, we needed to grow with our community. Mm-hmm. So we, we were like, okay, well, it's time for a commercial kitchen. Next time tragedy strikes, we want to be there. We want to continue to help. And so, these all add expenses. Oh, yes. To what time. we're talking about big time. In, in other issues as well, right? <laughs> yes. That you've had over the last, let's just say, year even, you've yes. had a lot of expenses. A lot of expenses. You give out and you deplete, and but you still you move on. And at some point, you got to say, hey, we're going to raise the flag here. Right. We, we need a little assistance. We need to stop the bleeding. Um, so we ended up, in the last couple of years, COVID hit. Obviously, a lot of people got shut down. A lot of people from a financial aspect were hurt. So were we, but it impacted our donations down the road. People didn't have that, you know, liquid income to be able to spend um, on us. And that's okay. Um, Everybody has their priorities, but we still need to keep the doors open and the lights on. And our roof broke and part of our ceiling caved in. And that was about $40,000. How old is your building? 1977, I believe. It's it's a little bit older, a little older. Uh, a little older than part of our membership. Um, but what we ended up realizing after the roof collapsed was we ended up with three ACs go down. That mm. was $100,000. you got to have AC. 
You do. People don't like to play bingo in the heat. Um, and you still have bingo. We still have bingo now. It was closed down for a long time with COVID, but we have it back. And bingo is charitable, uh, regulated through Texas Lottery Commission. So those are funds that come in that we utilize to help pay the electric bills and help pay rent. So people need and to come play bingo. People have to come when play bingo. When is bingo? It's Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at 7. Um, then there's a Friday late night game at 1030 and a Sunday 2 p.m. game. So anybody so, can come. Anybody can come. You know, that's, that's open thing. to the public. That's a trend for younger people, it isn't is. it? It's so much fun. I don't fun. know why. I don't but know it why is. either. And ours <laughs> is a little bit different. You know, it's it is smoking. Fair warning for those who don't like smoke. That's it's if we were to stop smoking in that room, we would have a revolt and nobody would come back. All of those it's regulars who have been there for forty years would never come back. Um so that is one of the drawbacks that a lot of people have mentioned, but it is it is something for people to be aware of. Um, but what we do with those funds is just, it's immeasurable. If we didn't have bingo, it would probably close us down. We've we've pulled back a lot of our, um, thing, our expenses. Unfortunately, we had to let our lawn crew go, so we're doing that. Um, our cleaning crew, so we're doing that. You still um, need volunteers? We always need volunteers. Okay. Always. Especially, like, I mopped the other day. My back still hurts. I could definitely use help. Um, <laughs> but we have we have a great team of people, and we are, we're grateful for it. But I think everybody kind of gets burnt out. So we always need volunteers that can come and help. And, you know, cutting the expenses is great, but the expenses keep coming. So, you know. They're part of maintenance. They are. things you have to do. So right. that goes back to the why. You do have a uh, canteen that's open to first responders, um, honorably discharged veterans, immediate family members, and uh, they can be members of that to go. Correct. And you also have uh, auxiliary, right? We do. I love our auxiliary. I absolutely love our auxiliary. Our president this year is Lynn Hackett. She was last year's president as well. She's been with the auxiliary for years and years, and she is doing a gangbusters she and her team have worked very hard they've won awards all the way i know they've won about six state awards this past year and they're just doing fantastic i'm so proud of all the work in the community so that can they anybody do. be an auxiliary member so to be an auxiliary member you have to be um, immediate family of a veteran that's eligible for vfw okay so um an immediate meaning grandparents parents um grandchildren children so um spouses so it's a really large group you would think with myself looking at who all is eligible in my family you would think our auxiliary would be exponentially larger than our vfw it would stand to reason one sure. veteran right. would have all of these all people these people around them yes. it's not but it's not it's not and it, it should be don't think to they join. Don't, yeah they don't think about it and and that's okay but it's something that i would like to get more awareness about because they do make such a great impact so i'm always like when somebody joins i'm like hey don't don't forget to tell your family members we have an auxiliary here's their contact information so to be a member do they have to have served in a war so the vfw is not necessarily war it's it's an expeditionary medal or like korea for example they're under a well basically an armistice and not a peace treaty so that being said even if you went to korea today and you spent 30 days there you're eligible for vfw so there's lots of ways to be eligible um and it does a lot of it when you say war veteran foreign war there's right. even there's some campaigns that are only a day long that are eligible we've got a two-page tiny type uh, print. So just ask and find so out. So ask, yes. If you're not sure, just ask and we'll research it for you. Okay. So what have we left out? Um, we've left out, well, we've kind of left out the big expense that's come up. So our kitchen has started flooding. Oh. And it's we thought it was a leak in the wall and we fixed that. We threw a little money that way. Uh, the VFW Foundation helped kick in a, a portion of paying for that. And some fantastic um, Brad Perrine with Perrine Construction helped uh, take care of a lot of that. He's a life member of the Post. So that was 
greatly appreciated. He worked really hard to help us. Uh, Marilyn Kazmierski. Yes, son. yes. A <laughs> uh, little bit of family promise going on. We love yep. family promise yep. too. Um, and then we ended up finding another leak and another leak and another leak, and it wasn't coming from the roof. So as we tore the walls apart and looked further and further, it's coming in through the slab. So this isn't a small project. This is a large project (laughs) with a lot of moving parts between, you know, civil engineering and the whole nine yards. Um, So we, at this point, our kitchen is completely gutted. We're at a standstill. We can't rent the kitchen out. We can't utilize it at hall rentals. Um, If we had, um, God forbid, a Hurricane Harvey scenario, we would not be able to provide that commercial kitchen. So what are you needing? We are needing funds. Um, that's why we're doing this gala. We just decided, you know, we're at the point where this isn't something that we're getting enough income to fully take care of all of the problems between all the other small things. Like we just had a countertop break. Well, that was not a small, small, um, bill for that countertop. So that had to be replaced and it was almost six times. So many yeah, things. So many things. Having the plumbing, the electrical. We don't have an ADA compliant bathroom. Expiring and yeah. they need to be newer. We've had members that have said, you know, I wish y'all had an ADA compliant bathroom. I'd come in more. Okay, good point. We're grandfathered in because we're so old. Yeah. But we need it. You Our, still need it for yes. access. Yes. Right. Exactly. And I'm not supposed to say it, Robert Walker, I didn't say that, provided us with a ramp because we didn't have a ramp um, on on one of our access points. And we tried forever to find somebody. The engineering of uh, the weird drop that was there was crazy. And Hmm. some people just don't want a small job, but it was kind of an in-between job. So he made it happen within two days. And it's such a blessing. He's such a blessing. I know. There's a lot of really. He's like, I don't want any recognition, and then I just went and did that. Robert Walker. Sorry, Commissioner Robert Walker. Yes. Sorry about that. It's okay. Um. (laughs) He doesn't mind it. He just doesn't toot his own horn. He doesn't, and he said, "No, no, no, don't say anything." But I did. I'm sorry. That's cool. Okay, so again, if you want to know more information, vfw4709.org, vfw4709.org, or do vfw4709, just put it in Google, you will get to where you need to be, put it in the search for Facebook, get some tickets, come out here. Uh, the, the VFW supports the community, and the community needs to support them. It's kind of Thank reciprocal. You. Thank so, you. So uh, I'll be there. So don't even tell me you're going to be there if I don't see you. So She'll know. You, I'll, I'll know. <laughs> so show up and say hello to Marcy, who's trying to make things happen. And uh, if you can, if you're someone who is eligible, join the uh, auxiliary as a member. Join the VFW, join the auxiliary, and we have a great team. I'm really proud of everybody and all the hard work they put in. So, well, fabulous. thank you. And and Benye, um, the VFW also provided her. He is sleeping. <laughs> so her, yes, she's sleeping. She's not snoring. She's being peaceful. So, if you want to know more about that and uh, how yes. you can get a dog, yes, you just need to reach out to Marcy. Just call me. At the gala. <laughs> At the gala, yes. Okay. All right. Thanks, Marcy. We Thank appreciate you. it. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N chiropractic.com Team Sinisi is a proud sponsor of Conroe Culture News. Vinny Sinisi and his professional team provide comprehensive real estate services throughout the greater Montgomery County area and beyond. Whether looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, Team Sinisi has an impeccable reputation. Contact Team Sinisi for a great experience at teamsinisi.com That's T-E-A-M 
S-I-N-I-S-I.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. Hey y'all, it's DJ Mike from Dan Simon, Texas. Join me Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. as I count down the top 10 Texas Red Dirt songs that are packing the dance floor. I'll be featuring local artists and the story behind the hits, shows in the area, as well as new songs that make you want to dance. It's Dance Diamond Texas with DJ Mike on Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 KCZW and 106.1 KZCC, Conroe, Texas, or online, IRLoneStar.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. And we're back with our second half of our show today. I am excited to be sitting across the table with Ron Sikowski. He is uh, the facilitator for the Arbor Day. I don't know if you call it facilitator, but he's, he's the man. And uh, this happens every year around this time. And he is uh, sitting next to Barb Cutler. She's with the Montgomery County Master Gardeners, who also will be a part of the uh, event at uh, found at. Founders Park over at the corner of Metcalf and uh, Maine over there by the Owen Theater. So Arbor Day, free trees. How yep. long have you been doing this? This is our 13th year. 13. We actually I didn't know how many it started was. a group called Root for Conroe 15 years ago. And that group was starting to plant trees and in Conroe. And then we transitioned into providing trees for the public because we know that people love their trees. Yes. There's a lot of tree-loving people and huggers in this uh, community of ours, and it's starting to show with city council doing what they're doing. But this is a citizen's response to all of the things that are happening in our community with the planting of trees. And we've got trees coming in from the Texas A&M Forestry Service, uh, and then we also have potted trees in three-gallon containers from uh, Trees for Houston, 
And some of those trees are as tall as 20 feet. And what That's we're awesome. doing is giving these trees out in the community with planning instructions and information about those trees so that the community has a better appreciation of what they are planting. But to facilitate that even more, we have the Montgomery County Master Gardeners. Who know what they're doing. Well, there's 400 plus. uh, (laughs) They're the largest Master Gardeners organization in the state of Texas. Really? I did not know that. That was started by Texas A&M University. Yes. So uh, I need their help because this is definitely not a one-man show, and I won't be around (laughs) for it ever and ever. Uh, So I am trying to transition this program Arbor Day to the Montgomery County Master Gardeners, and okay. I could not do it. This this uh, community involvement without the hundreds of people over at Montgomery County Master Gardeners helping out year after year after year after year. So, have you been there in the past, then, Barb? Yeah. Whenever he started this route for Conroe and the Arbor, not the Arbor Day per se, but you started with trees along Pacific. Uh, railroad track yeah we got him start involved in it then and i've been the coordinator for the master gardeners working with ron all these years wow so when it gets to be january (laughs) or february the master gardeners will say when is the next event when is Uh arbor day because they love to we get the trees from a&m but we they're seedlings bare root trees so we have to bag them and get them prepped before the actual day of Arbor Day. So Takes he's, a lot of work. how many are you having this year? About 1,000. 900, I'm telling you, 900. <laughs> okay. I have a secret you don't know about. <laughs> oh, geez. So we have to bag all these things. And this coming Wednesday, we're going to be doing that. Try, and it's mm-hmm. going to be like the I Love Lucy show when she was trying to do the candy and the treadmill of the candy. This is the way we're going to be. It'll get be the, the tree, get the soil, get edge nut candy. And bag it and tag it and get it ready. Right. Wow. So. We so, but they the get one per person, no. one per family. No, How does it no, work? No, How does no. it work? Uh, we'll start off giving uh, three or four, five trees per person. Oh, that many. That many, but these will be seedlings, and then only one of the larger potted trees. I per need family. to get there early. Uh, we usually have lines starting up about seven thirty in the morning. The event gets kicked off at eight o'clock, and there's always people waiting for us because they appreciate a good tree. Oh, yes. And especially I know. I the do price. Too. Well, <laughs> and, you know, every year, seems like, we have some winter event. And it could be very mild, just a little freeze. And sometimes it's a bigger event. Mm-hmm. And we look for our new trees to plant. What is the best time to plant trees? If you get one that's bare root and just in a little bag, I would put in a small pot and keep it growing throughout the next spring then pot it in the ground because sometimes you don't know when we're going to have this following spring right a cold season and it might freeze and it might through easter usually right, get another right. freeze so you can try it put it in the ground but you're going to really have to cover it baby it and take put a light on it you know just don't <laughs> just don't is the answer whatever <laughs> yeah well we try to tell them if you can leave it in the pot for about a year you'll do pretty much better i think i, okay. I agree with yeah. her because one of the biggest problems that we encounter is that these yard people they uh, run over these small they do. trees. They don't and, care. Yeah. They just do it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they trying to hurry otherwise. through their project. Right. And right. they don't do it on purpose. They're just getting their job done. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And so they aren't master gardeners. No, they're not. Right? They're not. <laughs> That's right. right. They're hired yeah. people to yeah. do your stuff. Yeah. So what kind of trees are there? Are there going to be there? So we're going to have some oak. Mm-hmm. Uh Help me out. What Chestnut, bald cypress. Did you get the list from Trees for Houston and check have, off the I different ones? Not, yeah, I've, I've, I've checked off the list what we want, and I definitely am trying to get redbud trees. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be a shortage oh, really? of redbud mm-hmm. trees this year. But in the past, I have we've, a redbud. Oh, redbuds are I have beautiful. a bald cypress, too, and that does yeah. really well. Yeah. Oh, but I'm bald, too. so mm-hmm. <laughs> It grows really fast. Yes. I wish mine did. <laughs> I'm looking up at my eye, my head when I say that. Yeah, but it depends with trees of Houston what we he asks for and what they have on hand and potted, mm-hmm. and then they sand what they've got. You know, sure. so you don't really know. And 
unless she calls you ahead of time and tells you. But right. until and the trailer comes out, there'll be a variety up, you know, of different trees. Right. So the so. the Conroe Parks Department has been extremely helpful because they will pull a gooseneck trailer down uh, to the nursery that Trees for Houston has, and they'll load them up and they'll tarp it over. And that's on the Thursday. And then uh, Saturday morning, they're there helping get the trees out. We've got tree tags through the trees telling people how to plant the potted trees and also how to, what, what the trees really are and, and how much room you need. It's one thing to, to take a tree home, but it's another nice thing to have instructions on how to lovingly of course. care. I would have to Google it and, to find out, yeah. you know, but I would rather have it from the people that know, yeah. <laughs> yes. you know, the experts. Yeah, because if you plant the tree, you might plant it too lo- deep in the ground. Right. Then it can't breathe air, or the roots can't get enough, or it get, it's going to get swallowed up in water. So you got to have a right way to plant it. Where are you going? What does it want? Sun? Does it want shade? You need to know what the trees ask for, you mm-hmm. know, to make it successful. So there's some planting and other details you need to know. There's a lot. A lot. That's right. 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 They, they have like an uh, umbrella of how far they need that's right how, you got how big you don't want a live oak on a 50 by 70 foot lot or a 40 by 60 foot lot live you oak, room you're not going to be right alive whenever that live oak really gets big like room. those in louisiana but they grow they do grow so they you do need, grow yeah, so big uh, lots. besides us giving out trees the master gardeners will be there trying to answer questions we uh, educate the public that's our mission to educate the public mm-hmm. on proper uh, planting of whatever the items are in our county so that they you know learn and just don't read an article and say oh he said to do it this way but then it died when I planted it why did it die so it's research-based right. what we teach them how to about items about well, the different you live plants this. this is what you do you you know this is your area of expertise right right because to become a master gardener you have to go through training don't right. you it's about a year in length and most of us are retired in different backgrounds. We're not, mm-hmm. have never been that much into plants. I'm an, a nurse practitioner. Others are airline pilots. You know, we have teachers. So we go for a but whole year. But you have year. a high interest in have a high. Us. That's what we want to do is to work with our hands and be out. Just love being outdoors, you know. Mm-hmm. So for a whole year, you are trained. And then after you've successfully passed a little test and done all the hours, then you're on you're called a master gardener, but you're still learning, and you're not, you know, you may be a master, but not much are you a master. You're still learning as you of go course. along. You learn you from can't each just, other, too. Right. You just can't learn everything. Our brains would be too big for that, but we we learn different items that we are more interested in, like people love vegetables. They like to grow vegetables. Others like trees, like me. I like the trees, you know. So it goes on and on, different topics that you specialize well, in. Well, and you have different classes and things, and you're located oh, yeah. over there on Airport Road and have a beautiful facility. That's right. That's right. And you even have sales. Oh, yeah. Twice a year? Three times. Three times. Yeah. Uh, end of March. With huge crowds. Right. That's right. <laughs> if the weather stays good. <laughs> but even yeah. sometimes with rain and all, we still have a lot. Yeah. If they didn't have the parking <laughs> from the fairgrounds, they would have a serious oh, problem Oh, I know. Out I've there. seen it. I've been there. I'm yes. familiar with it. Very familiar. And so, uh, besides uh, the Master Gardeners, we have invited the naturalist from uh, Jones State Forest to come, and they're going to be talking about birding. Oh. and uh, other aspects of Mother Nature. And the Texas A&M Forestry Service from Jones State Forest will also be out there. We've invited their mascot, Hootie the Owl, to show up. And we're not sure if Hootie's actually going to make the trek, but we're looking forward to seeing Hootie there if Hootie does decide to show up. And then Conroe Parks Department will be there. They've got so many outdoor entertainment venues and activities with the new Owen Park that we that just come in. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've also have uh, Visit Conroe and all the different aspects of our community, the events that are coming on. So there's going to be a lot of fun local community activities for people to learn about and also to get your trees and plant and and participate in making Conroe a lot more green. Oh, I'm all for that. My concern, uh, and I will be out there to get trees. I, I haven't been there. I've always been 
doing something else, but it's on my calendar to come out there. My concern is the big freeze we had at Christmas time. And so I finally cut back some of my plants Sunday, somewhat. I was waiting and waiting and waiting. Because I remember Randy Lemon would used to say, don't cut their insulation, don't trim them. And I got tired of looking at all the dead. So I cut them somewhat, but not all the way. And so I, I'm cautious because I know there's always another freeze, you know. And sometimes the hibiscus come back and sometimes they don't. Right? That's right. right. I haven't cut mine yet. I'm letting my sticks stay up, but I'm seeing green really yeah. starting coming from the bottom. So probably in the next week or so, I'll start taking the sticks. Yeah, I just got tired of seeing Even it. the freeze got my roses this year. Oh, roses love it, though. Oh, but roses no, love it. it they brown. seem to be so hardy, and they but just they're like... coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah, coming yeah. Coming back. Mine, yeah. But my so. apple trees look good. They did fine. We, apples grow here in the county. So. Oh, do they? I yeah. did not know that mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking to the tree lady here. <laughs> I am a tree specialist. Yeah, we we do further training, so I'm a tree specialist, too. So. That's exciting, too. <laughs> so that is, again, uh, this Saturday until you run out, right? Eight mm-hmm. to noon-ish? Eight to noon-ish. Mm-hmm. And so far in the past, we literally have run out of trees. Yeah. And this is such a wonderful community activity. There's a new HEB that started up in Willis. And you mm-hmm. want to talk about that yeah. event? Um, I just decided I'd go and ask the manager if, if they would like us to have trees for them for an Arbor Day. And they were excited and say yes, said yes. So really? March the 4th, we will have more trees in Willis in front of the HEB and Arbor Day for the Willis area. Oh, so wow. There's going to be two back-to-back, one each Saturday, the 25th of February and March the 4th. So, so it's the same pretty tree, same trees, the bald cypress, the dwarf's chestnut, and the sawtooth oak, and then the other trees from trees of Houston. So if you can't make it Will one day. Will they be free, too? All free. <gasps> Let me tell you what Arbor Day is. Arbor Day is throughout the whole United States, and it was started in 1872 by the third agricultural agent of the nation. He loved trees. And it, from that point on, it has developed in all 50 states. And it's all free, trying to get people to plant their tr- plant trees. Because what does trees do? Gives you clean air, takes away the old carbon dioxide, provides moisture and soil for your house, keeps the house level, so to speak. If it's not the trees, not too close to the house. Birds <laughs> live in the trees. Wildlife yeah. live. You know, it's very beneficial. Shade. Our sun. Your utility bills will go down if it's a tree in the summer and it's hotter as heck your utilities will go down for a shade tree so there's some advantages for trees what's the book that i'm thinking of about the tree what um, the boy always sat underneath until he even got older and he got to be an older man and then he cut it and i don't remember i I just remember one about uh shell silverstein shell silverstein (laughs) a book it's white and black you know what i'm talking about i know i I read that picture it (laughs) what is it the giving tree that's it. Thank you, that. Dick. Yes, that's a favorite of my kids forever, oh, and I, I love that. It's all about a tree. Yeah. Now you're going to check it out. I'm, I'm going to sure. check it out. Shel right. Silverstein. Yeah. So the other thing I want to talk about briefly is the anniversary of the downtown fire, which happened February 21st. That's right. Tomorrow, this, this 1911. What anniversary is this? 1911 to 2023. Come on, come on. You're an engineer. Is, <laughs> is a it's 112 years. Okay, 112. And, and so we are uh, looking back at our community. Uh, uh, literally, when the fire started, it was a very cold cold front that came through, very breezy, as you know, how the cold fronts can be. Mm-hmm. And a fire started accidentally because the buildings back then were a little breezy, and they had somebody left a stogie on the windowsill as the rumor mill has it that got in contact with the curtain which started the fire and all the buildings in the downtowns except for three were wood and so Mm -hmm. 65 of those wood buildings including a lot of people's homes on the second floor burned up in that fire and that was not the first fire that Conroe experienced because uh, back in the early 1900s there was a fire in the original downtown Conroe which was on the east side of the railroad tracks and so the downtown then moved over to the west side because that's where the courthouse moved and it grew up around there and 
the city council, ironically, at that time was looking at an ordinance to fireproof those wood yeah, structures. Yeah, I saw that. And, 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 and yes, yeah. in 1910, they started looking at that fire ordinance, but they kind of missed the boat a little bit. Right. Uh, <laughs> fire Marshal Steve uh, Cotter has done a lot of research and provided me with information. And in the process of reviewing all these different historical documents and uh, got pictures from the newspaper and also from diary accounts, uh, I put together uh, a proposal for the Texas Historical Commission to place a marker in the downtown area just across the street from where the fire started on the Courthouse Square on North Main. And mine was one of 10,000 applications. They only awarded 400 markers that year, and Conroe was blessed to have two of those markers. With Larry Forrester, the mm -hmm. head of the Montgomery County Historical Commission, doing his uh, paper on the, how the courthouse has transitioned from Montgomery to Willis to where it sits now here in Conroe. And so uh, the fire we have in the past had a fire safety uh, program going on. And there's so many things that the fire department's going through right now. We really have don't have the, uh, the planning uh, <laughs> right now to, to mm -hmm. set something up as far as the fire safety event that we had uh, in prior years. We're working on it, uh, but uh, the, the fire department here is probably one of the best in the world. Uh, back in the 1911 fire, they had one vehicle, and they had the hose on that vehicle hooked up to a fire hydrant, and they ran out of water fighting the fire. It was that it's a bad. bad thing. Yeah. It was a bad thing. So all they could do was throw their hands up in the air. And so the three blocks that burned were from where 105 West Davis is now all the way down to the railroad tracks. And they were yep. flying embers all over the place. But today, uh, the fire department is now honoring those businesses in the downtown area who go over and beyond what is required for fire safety. Robert and Janice Sokolsky uh, and, uh, had a, a building they put a fire sprinkler system in. The Crichton Theater also fireproofed their structure, and they received the Phoenix Award, just like the Sokolskys did. And so there'll be more recognition coming up. We have several buildings that are currently now being retrofitted with fire sprinklers in the downtown area, but it all it's all based on fire safety, life safety, and trying to keep the fires from happening. Okay, so tomorrow's the anniversary, 112 years, and uh, do go by and get your free tree seedlings three possibly uh, uh at founders park at the corner of metcalf and main starting at 8 a.m line will start earlier until they run out right. i appreciate y'all coming on the radio show and i will see you saturday Sounds i look good. forward radio to it show. thank you thank okay. you for hosting us thank and you. letting the word get out to everybody yes. absolutely